þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. Yeah, and it's not even a proper mimosa because it's what orange juice is supposed to be orange. Yeah, juice? we're doing pineapple juice, so we're doing we're an, doing an... multi fruit juice. We're multi fruit. Well, yeah, we just I thought we were just there is orange in it, and then there's apple, and then there's pineapple. Well, so pineapple only... pineapple mimosa would be for when you want a light buzz in the middle of the day, but you still want your semen to taste. Yeah, nice. but only a third of our semen will taste great because the apples and the oranges are taking oh, the other. So then the rest will just taste like, like uh, pulpy. Yeah, it would be very pulpy, pulpy cider. Yeah, pulpy, pulpy it might, cider. It might even include some seeds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does has anyone like passed kidney stones and come at the same time? I don't know. <laughs> that would be kind of yeah. That would be kind of sweet and sour. Have you ever had a kidney stone? No, 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 no. I haven't. I've been very lucky when it comes to uh, like illnesses and physical injury. Do you have an appendix? So I'm, so I'm still, I do have my appendix. I never spent a night in a hospital. Really? Yeah. Like At I the said, age of 47. I have not lived. I, uh, for some reason, have kind of, I'm just, I'm like a cat. Yeah, but I there's... always land on my feet. But it also... Or, or, or an armadillo. An armadillo, yeah. yeah. But also, I mean, you do, let's be honest, like you spend a lot of time indoors, you know. Yeah, well, making yeah. comics at your desk. Yes, that's and... true. I've I've chosen a job that um, requires me to just not have a life for like big chunks of my life. Hmm. So that's not good. And also, I was like a geek with no friends in high school, and you didn't uh, play sport. I didn't play sports. Well, I, really, actually, all of I these. I don't drive a car. You don't drive a car. <laughs> well, I just learned this. You don't know how to drive. Well, you do know how to drive. Yeah. Well, that's debatable. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I, I think I can drive like Mad Max style. I can just go forth and scream. Ah! Yeah. Oh, what a lovely day! <laughs> <laughs> that movie, that two and a half hour video clip. I love that movie. It's mm. it's when that when Mad Max because Mad Max <laughs> the original trilogy was my favorite tri- trilogy of all time. Uh-huh. And I, yeah, and. Mad Max is just Mad Max Two has been my favorite movie for years, and Mad Max Two had Tina Turner, right? No, that's that's number three. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But uh, I remember when Mad Max Fury Road was uh, nominated for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like my favorite punk band was nominated for a Grammy. Aww. But at the same time, I was really proud. I mean, uh, it's just it's just one thing about being living in like the. Uh, in, we're, we're, uh, we're in the middle of the nerd spring. 
Yes, it's the nerd renaissance. It's a nerd. It's a nerd sounds. The nerd sounds is happening. It's yeah. true. Yeah, it's true. And uh, yeah, no, you've got X Men. You've got all the all the the Marvel comics. You've got we all have these... like a, like at least twice a month. We have a really big geek movie out there. Yeah, that's good. Like the nerds, it's Revenge of the Nerds. It is yes, with less less rape. Because did you ever see Revenge, Revenge of the, the Nerds? Nerds? A long time ago, now I'm remembering. There's a lot of rape in that movie, isn't there? Well, there's this one scene with um, uh, where uh, one nerd disguises himself as one of the jocks while wearing a mask, and he uh, because the the jock was supposed to it was a Halloween or or some carnival or something. Mm-hmm. The jock was, uh, was supposed to wear that mask, mm-hmm. and the jock's girlfriend meets up with him like in a tent somewhere, and they fuck, <gasps> and then. The nerd takes off his ma- his mask, and the girl like, goes, "Oh my God, it was you, a nerd, all the time!" But instead of she shouting rape, she's kind of really happy about it because he was so excellent in bed. And Even though it was quite obviously rape, it was because no, yeah, but uh, you know, back then people didn't really. It was a different time. It was a different time. <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome. To we are eyes. Australia! Australia! It's a show about people in Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> we can't do this. I just thought I would lead this time. Yeah, I, yeah, I, was, I was trying to have you lead. I was yeah. really just trying not to overtake it with yeah, the yeah. old we are both white joke. Yeah. But if we write, uh, like, uh, we should write maybe uh, a song. Lyrics yeah. to. The opening song. The opening song. Yeah. That would be, we should do that. We should, but for those listening at home, I am John O'Duffy, and, and this is Hugh Liger Daxon. Hugh Liger Daxon. And we are Australia. We do a, a weekly uh, comedy show in Reykjavik, and uh, this is our podcast episode three. Yes. They said we wouldn't last this long. Well, we did. We did. Yes, they always they always try to, they always think that about me that I don't it's, last. It's an Ishanaya Twain song, yeah. actually. What? Yeah, they say we wouldn't last this long. From this moment, that's that's that song. It was a big wedding song. Yeah, wedding. I, I I usually don't last this long, but right now it's hard for me to finish because I have kidney stones blocking my urethra. <laughs> urethra. <laughs> did we talk about large urethras last week? I think we did. You think we did? I think we did. It's yeah. hard to remember what we talk about on air versus what we don't talk about. On yeah, air. I think we'll just have to keep it that way, or else because I have some podcast experience. You do. I did a hundred episode of a nerd podcast over here in Iceland called Hefnerdnerd, <clears throat> which is a which is a direct translation of the Avengers, and uh-huh. me and another guy called I. I, I met him. Yeah, we went together on the. Uh, it was like meeting somebody's ex husband. Yes, it yeah. was a very awkward moment. It was, but he 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 uh, he kind of gave his blessings. He, he, did. he knew that you were. He, he kind of just by talking to, with you uh, for a couple of minutes, he knew that you weren't a selfish lover. Oh. <laughs> and he was just worried about me that I wouldn't kind of you know get. You wouldn't my, get your your yeah. end wet. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yes, everything is a sexual innuendo here in Australia. In your endo. <laughs> I will kill you! <laughs> but, well, you know, we, we haven't seen each other for a little while, so I guess it's time for the first segment, which is... The Embarrassment of, of the, the week. week. So, I guess... Hey, yeah. before we go there, yeah, yeah. we need to have jingles 
for every segment. For each segment. So do we have to make them up? No, I'm thinking maybe maybe the listeners can make them. Oh, that'd be great. We probably have like 13 listeners now, right at now. At least. And if being in Iceland, at all least of them one, are musicians. Yeah. Well, and then so if somebody out there has nothing to do. Mm-hmm. We, uh, you, uh, you can make if you make a jingle for one or all or some of our segments, we Thank will you. give you a ticket to our show, we Australia, will. which is next Thursday or this Thursday, mm. which is the ninth, ninth, yes, the ninth of. Interesting June. fact about like we've been talking about the confusion between Icelandic and English. Like in English, generally. Next Thursday means the next time it's Thursday. Yeah. However, if there isn't a Thursday in between that Thursday and now, it's this Thursday. So, for right. instance, if this podcast goes out on... It, it's, a, it's a Friday podcast. This podcast goes out podcast. on Friday, so you would actually say this Thursday. Yeah. Because there's no Thursday in between it. So that's the, I, fi- I find it confusing all the time when Icelanders say, so next Saturday, and I always go, so do you mean the next time it's Saturday? Yes, of course, that's what they mean. So you mean this Saturday? Yeah, well, it, because it's make, it makes sense, because it's next Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So do you say last Friday? Yes. You do? Yeah. The last time it was Friday. Mm-hmm. We don't use the whole this confusion. This, that, that this. Thursday, this yeah. Thursday. We don't use it this and that. This and that. It's a, it's only one th- Thursday in a week. It's not very confusing, you know. It's very simple. Uh, I'll get used to it eventually. But yes. yes, you can come see our show, and you can do it for free if you make some jiggles. So that first segment is embarrassment of the week. And if I were Beyonce, I would go embarrassment of the week. Ha! You're allowed to use that uh, soundbite, uh, yeah. musician out there. Yeah. So embarrassment. I, I guess I can start because I've actually been. I, I experienced um, right. something you talk about in your stand-up. What's that? I, the the you, you talk about the gluten scheiser. Yeah, I talk and about how the and how when you when you are in bed with someone who you haven't been in a long-term relationship with, and you also you know, known as uh, Icelandic dating. Icelandic dating, yes. <laughs> <laughs> long-term relationship in Iceland is when you suddenly have four children. Um, yes. Uh, and you, you talked about how sometimes you might need to fart. And we all try to keep it in. Yeah. it's. Uh, I'm trying to lay off beer these days. Mm. Because uh, I fart. Beer makes me fart. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially like in the morning after the beer drinking. So if I take a lady in bed. Lady in bed. I won't fart next to you. Yeah, then she will hear. She will hear what I call the whale song. The way, and yeah. Well, we won't give too much away because you know you do it in the show. But <clears throat> I actually experienced it. I, I genuinely experienced it because um, I uh, I have uh, been spending some time, if you will, with a vegan. Mm-hmm. And uh, vegan as... in bed won't eat any meat except men meat. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, so I've been spending some time with a vegan, and uh, and as any um, anyone who's trying to impress someone, you're just wanting to you know bang the crap out of. 
uh, would do, I have been, you know, going, yeah, I can totally eat vegan food. Absolutely. Which involves a lot of, you know, vegetables and soy and things that basically get the old crap factory moving. I actually <clears throat> go like every day these days to a vegan place, just uh, which is very close to my place. Because it's I I work in coffee houses that have a good feng shui. Yeah. Okay. And it it has a really good feng shui. Feng shui. And uh, so I've been eating some of the vegan food over there. It's not bad. It's great food, but yeah. don't you find that it makes you gassy? It gets oh. everything working. Well, maybe it does, but uh, yeah. And then you know, then you're lying there in bed. And the whale song starts to happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially if things go well. I mean, we've all been in that situation. It's not just like a 10 minutes and then the next morning, okay, goodbye. Sometimes they stay for the rest yes. of the day. Well, and then how do you, how do you, you know, that's, that's, that was my dilemma. Like, I kind of like it because I talk about the whale song, which is a sound inside your belly while uh, you're holding your farts. Mm -hmm. And then I have the whole slipping, trying to make the, the, the snake hiss. Yes. Yeah. While you're trying to lift up your other yeah. cheek and you're slipping out the fart, but you, they they still can hear that. So I kind of go to the bathroom and do yeah. the snake hiss over there. Uh -huh. But that's the thing with farts. They yeah. are, you know, they kind of ring the doorbell and you, you say, oh, I'm not going to answer right now. Yeah. Okay, okay now I'm going to go, oh, they're gone. Oh, they're gone. And then they yeah. come back and they, then you're in the toilet. And uh, yeah, so, so I discovered a solution. Right. So you go to the toilet mm -hmm. and you actually sit on the toilet because mm -hmm. that helps things get moving. Right. And you run the tap at the same time. Ah, uh, yeah. Because it just sounds like you're washing your hands. Yes, um, I know. I, I, all all the ladies I've in bed, I've known do that. Do that. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, yeah. And so I always, when I do that, I also go, hmm. Is she taking a shit? Mm -hmm. She's probably taking a shit. Mm -hmm. And I won't judge her because that is what all humans do. And I have something else to share with you about said vegan. Right. This is like, this is actually becoming quite a, um, a, a theme recently with the gentleman in my bed. Mm -hmm. Is um, He is a fan of yours. Oh, well, of course. Mm -hmm. Because he told me earlier which country he was from. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, this is the thing, we have to be so cryptic because everyone, and I, like, I've given one piece of information, yeah. if I give another, everyone will know exactly who it is. It'll be on the front page of Fred Blavid. It's hard, hard for me. I mean, maybe if, if this uh, podcast uh, catches any kind of popularity, I can't talk um, uh, uh, too much about my Icelandic dating. No. Because the, it's a small world. However, you can do, there are some small things you can do. There's, I'm very, I can teach you, I'm very skilled at de-identifying people. Like, uh, here, here's, a, here's, an, here's an insider secret for you. Yeah. You know the little bit I talk about the guy who was pushed out? Yeah. Yeah? Wasn't an Eastern European. All right. Yeah. So you just, just make up shit? No, no, it happened. It happened? He wasn't an Eastern European. He was an American. Yeah, but you... Who actually lives here in So Iceland. you mix... Ah, just like the <laughs> demon and the exorcist, you mix truth with lies. Yes. Which makes you more dangerous. Yeah, you just, like, add... You know, like, like for instance, like, there's, there's still people who come up to me and, and, and say that they're really happy that Pat Oscar and I hooked up. Oh, really? Yeah, and but I, I actually look at them and go, do you honestly think that was the truth? 
And also, you say I'm kidding in your in family. my set. Yeah. I say I'm kidding. No, we didn't. And Maybe they, they were laughing so hard that they missed that, that. they don't hear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They sometimes missed like. Well, the then, extra then sometimes I say to them, you know, that that's actually a joke, and then they're disappointed. Yeah. Okay. Which I can only take as a compliment. Well, Maybe that they want me to be Icelandic royalty. Yeah, and also they because they were already so happy for you <clears throat> yeah. for like bagging the queen. Mm. You know? It's like being um, Princess Mary of Denmark. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mary from Tassie. Or like Julia Stiles in The Prince and Me, which was also a movie about the prince of the Denmark. Denmark, yeah, yes. it was based on that, which wasn't it? Which spawned like three sequels. Did Seriously? you know that? Yeah, just with the less oh. famous actors. I feel sorry for Julia Stiles. Well, she is in the latest, uh, she pops up in the new, newest Bourne movie again. As but the... she's been in every Bourne movie, hasn't yes, she? Yes, yes. So that's is the she the Bourne lady this time? No, she's just the... The same person. The same, like, uh, office woman who... Who's trying to run away from that she worked at the CIA or... Something like that. It's a long time since I saw the Bourne movies. I used to have a Facebook group um, many years ago, like 10 or 15 years ago. I didn't even know Facebook was that old. um, Where it was, I don't like anything Julia Stiles has done, but I want to be her friend. That is a beautiful thing. I don't know if yeah. it still exists. Yeah, but it's good. It was one of the first Facebook groups I ever created. So, you, so why do you want to be a friend? Because she seems really lovely. She seems like a really nice person. I know someone who worked on a film with her here in Iceland. Oh, the uh, the little trip to heaven? Yeah, where the boy had to be dubbed because his accent was terrible. Oh, um, really? Yeah. He was British, so it's not like I'm making fun of an Icelander. Um, good. But apparently, I would kill you. apparently, when she was on set, like when she wasn't filming, she was going to the crew and asking them, "Would you like a cup of tea?" Or you know, she was actually just being a regular person helping people out. Right. Okay. So she's a down-to-earth, lovely human being. She should have a TV show then. Yeah, just like like a reality show about how just no, nice she is. No, because reality shows are kind of you know that's the bottom. That means. That means you've got nowhere else to go. She needs to be like a spy in a TV show, or a lawyer, or uh, or, or maybe in one of those like, and 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 strangled is that the word? Entangled. Entangled. Yeah. Like a like a love triangle kind of. No. Oh, you mean the show? Like she could be in uh, something like uh, the the. The Good Wife, or uh, oh yeah, like a Thinking Man show. I'd love like, to yeah. see her play a bitch. Yes, yeah, absolutely, because she looks like a bitch. She does. She's got resting bitch face. Mm-hmm. She really does. <laughs> She's. I have resting bitch face. I know resting bitch face. I do. Yeah. I have two, two, two resting faces. One is resting bitch face. One is resting concerned face. Okay. Apparently, I, I look very worried all yes, the time. Yes, you you always have the resting concerned face yeah. around me. That's the only face I know. <laughs> so I'm. So that's why I get worried whenever we step up on stage. I mean, what? Oh, he looks so worried. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. And really, like in my head, I'm just going, hmm. I wonder what I'm going to eat later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you you have you have a few resting faces. I think we've established. Yeah. What, what's that, uh, that again? Yeah, resting have... autism face. Okay, so that's which is I'm in st- every picture of you doing stand up. Yes, actually, yes. I do not. Uh, it's, it's something that happens when people take picture of me. I always look like I, right, I'm not really there. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think you might occasionally have resting creep face? Resting creep face. I hope not. I don't because, think you do, but no. I could see that you could. 
Because I've seen you do a, a smiley face sometimes that is a little creepy. Yeah, I do like, uh, I, I get kind of self-conscious whenever uh, people point a camera at me. So I kind of do this fake smile or I try to do this like ridiculous because I can only kind of make fun of the moment instead of just, yeah, instead of just being there. Yes. In the moment. Yes, but I can't. Uh, I'm always outside the moment looking in. Like oh, a wow. creep, like that's a peeping so, Tom. So I'm peeping Tom of reality, man. Peeping Tom of Finland. <laughs> ah! <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Should we go to the next segment? Yes, because I don't think I really have an embarrassment of the week. Let's see. Hmm, hmm, You've just hmm. been working hard this week, haven't you? Yes, I've been working very hard. Working hard. No dating. You didn't get beat up or anything. I didn't get beat up. I didn't. Yeah, uh, I didn't date. I've been kind of just, it's been, I feel, I feel like it's been like... We went to a wedding. A really a big, yeah, we went to a wedding. And I was hoping maybe there I would kind of... Because weddings make, weddings make people horny. Yes, but no, but I, I'm, I don't have my game on yeah. these days. I told you this earlier. I had kind of, so my, my, I lost my mojo. You should have come with me to Kiki after the wedding. You told me to come with you to Kiki, but I, I think my chances there are even less. No, Kiki's filled with straight women all the time. Okay. Yeah, in fact, so much so that, you know, I... There are, sometimes I've heard gay people say we should open up a new club that's just for gay people because Kiki is always filled with straight people. Okay, then I can I can go I'll go next time with you to Kiki if, yeah. if, if what you say are are they hot and cute? Often, often they're you know you know often they're women who are like I love coming to a gay bar because everyone here is gay. Yeah. Little do they know. And then, then they when they lock eyes with a resting creep face in the uh -huh. corner. I had I had a friend visit me from the UK and she she was on the rebound and uh, and she came out with me to Kiki. She hooked up. Right. Okay. She cool. found a delightful Icelandic man to bang senselessly. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And also, then if they kind of uh, decide to get horny, there I will be the only like the like in a minority. Of... There's not a lot of straight men at Kiki. Right. Cool. There's a lot of straight women. Mm -hmm. Just not now. I'm making it sound like it's an all-you-can-eat smorgasbord. Yeah, but um, yeah, maybe we shouldn't like advertise this in later Perhaps. episodes when we when we are really popular. When but we're right so now, famous, yeah, right yeah, now we don't want. I mean, because you know my gay fame and your straight fame. Oh, <laughs> never. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I really. I have such a straight fame. Such straight my fame. straight fame is just is skyrocketing. Well, that's a great segue because we were about to do the next segment, which is Gay it to me straight. That was almost harmonized. Mm -hmm. It was almost harmonized. Yeah, we're getting there. So this are. is this is the segment where you're allowed to ask me anything yeah. about gayness, and I'm allowed to ask you anything about straightness, and we have to answer the question, and nothing is taboo. And I must commend you, by the way. I've been thinking about this a lot. In last episode, you actually asked me a very serious question, which was, and if you haven't listened to it, I'm not going to talk about it. Go back and listen to episode two. I was the I was the the lowest common denominator. I went straight with a sexual question, <laughs> and then you actually came back. With a serious one. Yeah, well, there are all, all sorts of... Uh, we are more than our sex life, you know. Sometimes. Yeah, well, sometimes. <laughs> we, we, we try. We try sometimes, when our self-esteem is higher. We try to be deeper. We do, just to we do. Be, but instead I, of just getting deeper. I, I think I'd like to let you go first this week. Yeah, I think it's my turn to be first. Um, Sorry, we just got that sound manager. Yeah, she was sending yeah. us something. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, let's answer her later. Yeah. Now my question is uh, the gaydar. Mm. It's not a very you know is is it a th- it's obviously of course it's a thing but 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 I mean I guess straight people have a gaydar as well because some people some people are more flaming gay as you say than others. Mm, mm. Actually, I have two questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is do you want to ask them both at the same time? No, let's start with the gaydar. I might, uh, I might uh, save the second. Oh one no! Don't time. do that! Don't do that! Well, let's just I see want to hear how... both of them. No, well, okay. Just, I want to just questions. answer the gaydar thing oh, then. Oh please, Katie! Please. Oh, sorry, I've been watching. <laughs> I've been watching. I've been watching. You know the Kristen Wiig sketch from Saturday Night Live where she's on a Finnish talk show. Oh yeah, yeah. Hanley, hello, Katie. You are a singer, some renowned. Please tell us some personal things. We have a clip. <laughs> we have clip. Um, uh, oh please, Katie, please. But yeah, so is the gaydar just uh, a thing, or is it just you know someone is more looks more gay than uh, some people? Yeah. Well, um, it's it's quite interesting because I think there is a there is a gaydar. Like, I I have been in in certain situations where I have been with a group of friends, most of them straight, and I've met someone, and I know straight away that they're gay, and then I'm really surprised later that my friends are surprised that they're gay because I'm like, oh, it's so yeah. obvious that they're gay. So I think in that, in that sense that yes, there is a gay guy. However, I think as well, you know, like I was, I was talking with a very religious cab driver last week, um, who was asking me if, uh, if, uh, I, how I enjoy Icelandic women. Um, and I still uh, like when that happens. When somebody asks me if I have a girlfriend mm-hmm. or if if I like Icelandic women, I just think, "Oh, honey." Uh, but I still... yeah, so so there's there's straight people who ask questions like that. Like, do you have a girlfriend? Yeah. I just go, Are "You fucking shitting me!" Like it's because <laughs> because I think you know when for 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 example, like when when people have the argument that being gay is a choice. Mm. I think if you look at me. I clearly had no say in the decision-making process. Like, right, right, I, right. I don't think I'm flaming, but flaming. it's pretty obvious. But I, I knew say. you were gay because they told us, you know, there's this gay Australian who is uh, doing good things at Koikorin. Uh-huh. So when I met you, I knew, knew you were gay and Australian. Yeah. And, and gay Australian. <clears throat> gay Australian. But, so, but I think it's... Welcome to gay Australian. I actually think it's quite obvious when you meet me that I'm gay. Yeah, well, I think I would have figured it out in a couple of minutes alone. Yeah, so, it's yeah. it's it's not... I Like, every time I speak, Judy Garland's purse falls out of my mouth. Like, it's... Uh-huh. You know, I even have that... I, I've, I've, I've watched a documentary called Do I Sound Gay? Yeah, I saw the trailer for that. That's an interesting one. It's interesting. I ended up, like, I watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, the guy who is making the documentary hates himself so much. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, it's such self-loathing. It's, oh, it's awful. Yeah, I was wor- I was just thinking, how could they... Is it a full-length feature? It's a feature, and he goes through the whole process. And it's he called, goes through it's, it's about the gay voice. Yeah, he goes through it, and the theories behind why gay people have a voice that, you know, has this kind of lispiness to yes. it, or... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, but... But I, I definitely have met people a lot gayer than me. Um, yeah. I think I think there is a gay. There are sometimes where it gets. Here, I can give you a perfect example. So I'm uh, in my flat at the moment. Um, I'm uh, the, my two flatmates are leaving Iceland, so my landlord is looking for um, two new. There you go. Here's an app. If you want you want to live with one of the funniest people in Iceland. Uh, you should see if Huli needs someone to live with. No, but, yes. um, 
my, my, my landlord was looking for two flatmates and the guy came around today to look at um, the, one of the rooms that's becoming available. And I'd never met him before. And uh, so I, I live with two gay guys. Mm -hmm. And then so one of them was there with me. When the guy left, I said to my flatmate, so do you think he's gay? And we're both gay men. Mm -hmm. And we're like, I honestly don't know. Yeah. I cannot tell. I remember I saw this, uh, saw this, uh, this one sitcom. Yeah. Which it was just, I think they made one or maybe two series, but it's a British sitcom, so it's just six episode uh, series. But it was starring Ian McKellen, McKellen and uh, yeah, um, Derek uh, Jacobi. Derek Jacobi. Yeah, 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 I know the one. And they're, both actors are gay and they play a gay couple. Like It's a beautiful show. It's a beautiful show. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's very traditional. It's a very broad humor, but it's just it's fascinating. Are you talking about how they're trying to work out if the guy living yeah, above and them? Yeah, they, they ask. So you think he's uh, family? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's such an old term. Yeah, I love Is that. Is he family? Is, Is he, he fam family? Do you think he's family? <laughs> I think he's family. And it's it's and sometimes it can become really uncomfortable because there are there are men I've met, mm. and they go and then they mention oh my my wife, mm. and you go. Huh? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> I mean, wow, good for you. You have a wife. That poor woman. I thought you were just talking to Borat. Yeah. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's like some people are uh, more in the closet, some people are not. Uh, so, okay. What, 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 it's obviously, you know, the answer to this is like this, this, everyone is different. And it's I guess I guess everyone's different, but I think I think there's gen like I think if somebody is comfortable with their sexuality, mm -hmm. you can usually tell. Yeah. If somebody is, is comfortable with the fact that they're gay, um, but then there are people who are and that's that's like an added stress actually when you do come out of the closet. Um, and you're trying to date people. I guess it's easier now that they have things like Grindr and you know, Tinder mm -hmm. and whatever, but uh, excuse me. Um, sometimes you you um, you know you might meet someone at a bar and they're having a conversation, and that's happened to me before too. Mm. Having a conversation with them, and it seems like they're trying to pick you up. Mm. And then I even remember this one time when I was I think I was like nineteen, and I I met this guy at a film premiere, and we hung out, and it was really cool. And then he actually asked me back to his apartment. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is totally going on. Go back to the apartment. What he actually wanted to do was have someone to watch Kenny Everett with and get stoned because he was married. Right, okay. And I got yeah. there going, oh, I thought we were going to get our freak on, but instead you just wanted a friend. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I think everyone is different, but it, I guess if someone's really comfortable with it and open to it and, and hey, you know, there are, there are straight men who enjoy a bit of dick every now and then. Yeah, well, I guess dick is good. Good for everyone, now and then. Every, everyone needs a good dicking every once in a while. Mm. Whether you're dicking someone or being dicked. Mm. I haven't, I haven't, I still haven't tried it, but I remember when I said I hadn't tried it, you were kind of surprised. Yeah, I was. Why were you? Because you're Icelandic. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because, because, because we have not that many people to choose from? Well, I've said this before, most... Straight Icelandic men are about three beers away. Yeah, well, yeah. From having a bit of a play in, in the Garden of Cock. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and 
and and I maybe yeah because you have a small population but in my experiences I've had quite a few um, instances where straight Icelandic men have wanted to make out with me right yeah I'm not surprised I mean that I you know the people go all over the scale yeah it's you know people are all over the scale but I think I I I, I mean I would I wouldn't I wouldn't admit it if I had those urges but I think mm. I'm pretty fucking straight I I I know that now yeah. I think so you too yeah I mean, I wouldn't mind being having some gayness in me because then I would have more variety, and I love variety. You would, and it's you'd the be, spice of life. It's the spice, and you'd actually—I mean—you'd be competition for me as well. I got to be honest with you. Every time, um, you know how I'm currently the only openly gay comedian in Iceland. Uh, every time, uh, you know, like the Golden Gang comedy that yeah. that we do quite a bit, yeah. uh, the open mic here. Every time a new person. Joy, oh my god, I can't believe I'm admitting this. Every time a new person joins that group, I, I straight away go look them up and find out if they're gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I'm like Connie from, uh, from, from The Simpsons. Stay off the west side. Okay, cool, cool. Are you talking about being gay? <laughs> that's my thing. But did you, so you had a second question. Yeah, that's, uh, I have a second question. And that's, um, uh, what is the abbreviation now? It's LGBT and then Q. I, LGBT, LGBTIQ, IQA, A, A. A. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the L is lesbians. Yes. And the G is gay. Okay. Here's my question. Mm -hmm. I thought gay meant both lesbians and uh, like uh, gay men. This because is... lesbians say I'm gay. Yeah. Ha yeah, I know. Um, is this a touchy subject? This is a, this is a, you is can tell. Slippery eyes. It's, you can tell like yeah. I'm, I'm getting uncomfortable. With politics. It's it's because I'm not. I'm actually, and this is I. This makes me nervous as a gay comedian. I get very stressed about talking about this stuff because it's, it's the, 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 the this 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 subject is the. Well, every like uh, era and time has kind of uh, the slippery eyes, and this is the slippery eyes of this era. It it's, is. It, it is, is the LGBT the, blah, the, blah, blah. The whole point of having, I actually call it rainbow alphabet soup. Right. Because it does keep growing. Yeah. Like, and the official, the, and I'm, I'm by no means, like, up to date with what we're actually, I don't even know if it really is LGBTIQAA anymore. It's, it's, I, yeah, it's very confusing to me, but at the same time, I find it a beautiful thing. Uh, actually, it's two Qs and an AA. Yeah, wow, um, okay. So it's, it's lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, intersex, questioning, queer, um, allies, and asexual. Mm. And then you have genderqueer as well. And it... Like so, I'll try and explain. But I, the reason for having separate letters is all about inclusion, because, and and I think I think the way I would describe it is that your, for instance, that acronym, those letters, aren't actually just about sexual orientation, because there's people in there that it's it's about biological stuff. So intersex mm -hmm. is when you are born um, with. Neither, neither being male or female. It used to be, like, it's a very bad term to say now. It used to mean, people used to call them hermaphrodites. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes... That's from Greek. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Greek myth, like a but, monster. Yeah, but it's, and that's, so intersex, so sometimes people are born with, um, you know, both genitals. Right. Or they might be born with, say, you know, one gender's genitals, but their, their um, hormonal makeup is the opposite. So there's right. a thing called mm -hmm. androgen insensitivity syndrome, 
So that's intersex. So it has it doesn't have anything to do with sexual orientation. Being trans doesn't have anything to do with sexual orientation. That's gender identity. Mm-hmm. Um, but because uh, you know, because of all of we are all one minority. They try and lump it all together. Right. And it's about having the different letters is about making sure that we are all equally represented. So, yes, gay is a word for if you are a lesbian or you're a gay man, you can be called gay. But it's probably not very fair because the life of a lesbian is very different to the life of a gay man. Mm-hmm. The coming out process is different. The, the, you know, it, every, every individual is different. So, I, in my opinion, the reason why you have separate letters is so that everyone is all... Represented, and I understand why it keeps growing as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it does, it does, it always scares me when it comes to events <clears throat> like that because you just, you're always trying to make sure everyone is pleased, everyone's represented. Um, and I find it so, for me personally, I find it difficult because I don't think you can unify an entire group based on sexual orientation, gender identity, no, and yeah. I all think of those other things. In the end, none of those letters will matter. And we don't have to, like, uh, label anyone in the end. Which I think Which is, is the... the utopian... Uh, and that's, that, I think that's the, the, the whole, you know, the e- equality movement is all about, in the end, nobody wants to be labelled as one thing. They just want people to see them as people. Yeah, I, th- I see it like Star Trek. I see it like we are exploring the universe. Uh-huh. We keep uh, discovering new civilizations and uh, new planets and mm-hmm. new races. And we add them to the alliance. Yes. And at one time, we don't have to say Klingon or or Vulcan or human or Ferengi. We'll just have to say part of the alliance. (gasps) Wow. That was so... Oh, my God. That's so deep. That's going to get you, like, an award, probably. Yeah, I hope so. I I love getting an acknowledgement. It'll get you like a. Imagine if you win a gay visibility award in Iceland and I don't. I, I couldn't. Actually. Uh, I kind of find that stuff because I, I sometimes write like um, well, p- like pieces for uh, newspaper yeah. or the internet and whenever I'm being serious I kind of go into the PC direction and I stay, say stuff like uh, violence is bad and mm-hmm. we should all love each other and stuff like that. Obvious things. Mm-hmm. I find kind of like I feel a pressure of saying these things once in a while because my humor is, uh, my comedy is just based on like, politically wrong things yeah. and uh, brutal things and I just make fun of everything and uh, I think everything deserves being uh, ridiculed. But um, at one time I was asked kind of to uh, be part of like this march. Uh, people are going to walk with... Um, uh, signs and uh, torches mm-hmm. uh, down the street and uh, kind of... Were they off to find Frankenstein's monster? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> but they were protesting uh, mon- a monster of sorts because it was uh, to... Uh, uh, to- they were like... Uh, it was about domestic violence. Uh-huh. It was in support of victims of domestic violence. And yeah. I had done some jokes, like stick figure jokes, which were, of course, very sarcastic and dark, but were, in fact, kind of well, that, about sort of domestic violence. The reason you do those jokes is to shine a light on it as right. well. Yeah, well yeah. yeah, well, it's not the reason, but it is a shine. It's something, it's, uh, yeah. It's, well, maybe, like, subconsciously, but I, I must admit, most, most of the time, I'm, yeah, I'm both trying to be funny and trying that's to That's what be, satire is. It is, yeah. yeah. I don't know where it comes from, but I, it, I do believe it comes from the right place. But I was asked to be like in like uh, in f- 
in the front mm-hmm. of this march, mm-hmm. holding the biggest torch and being kind of the the the, pro, the, the like pole bearer. Really. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of wriggled my way out of it. Yeah. Because I don't want th- that. I don't want to be acknowledged in that way. I don't want people to say, "Oh, wow." He's the anti-domestic violence yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, I not because I you are anti-domestic violence. Of course yeah, I am, but but I don't want to be. Uh, I don't think I deserve it. I just made you, a joke. Yeah, because there are people who've yeah. been working really hard. Yeah, yeah. I just made a stupid joke, and it may it probably made some people think. But I I don't need that. I just want people to come to my shows and laugh. That's Do you know why they would have asked you though? Uh, well, they did ask me. I don't know. I, they, they... I know why. I know yeah. why. Because yes, yes, there are people behind you who've worked really hard to get all of this happening and do things, but the rest of the population don't know who they are. Right. And yeah. so it was. It would have been a sense of you know you're a celebrity. You have made jokes about this before, and that's probably why. It's cool that you're uncomfortable with it. Like that's totally fine. But yeah. the reason why is because we as and I think it's sad as a society. We don't care enough about an issue unless somebody famous cares about it. Right. Uh, yeah. Well. That, yeah. That's kind of where my mind was at the whole thing. I, yeah. I was thinking, why, why me? I. I. I'm, I'm not that guy. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just, just a comedian, man. Just, yeah, but you do. You, I think you got to. You need to come to terms with the fact that you do touch on some interesting. I mean, you talk about feminism. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Sure. You're making jokes about it, but you do actually actually highlight a lot of really cool things in some of your jokes. And, you know, you talk about other really um, important things like bestiality and, um, yeah. and poop. Yeah, well, poop is... Poop is, is important. Yeah, poop is, well, is the what connects us all. Well, if people paid more as much attention to their poop as they did to the Kardashians, there'd be a whole lot less undiagnosed bowel cancer. Yeah, well, uh, the Kardashians are the bowel cancer of humanity. They are the bowel cancer of humanity. <laughs> but I have, I have a gay to me straight question for you. Yes, please. Because this has come up a lot in my household in the last um, week. I would like to know, because you know, you know, there are many subcategories in the gay community. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got, I've taught you some of them. So there are bears. Right. Twinks. Yeah, I knew about the bears and twinks. Yeah. The otters. The otters are between the bears and twinks. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Then you have cubs. The cubs are young bears? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, goes, it goes on and on and on and on. Um, but because, uh, um, you know, my one of my flatmates was pointing out to the other two that we we both very definitely have a type. I did not know I had a type. Um, uh, and I was wondering, as a straight man, do you actually have, like, a, a clear type? of girl you go after or is it different for straight people you just like they just need boobs and a vagina no the face is important too so there, there's a <laughs> <laughs> um i mean uh you mean a type like personality type no like a physical makeup type. okay so to put to put this in perspective mm-hmm. for you my flatmate was pointing out i'll only point out the type that he pointed out to mm. me because he was like oh you know Oh, because uh, I, I, I had been sort of seeing someone who goes, oh, and he's definitely your type. And I said, what, and what is that? What, what do you mean he's my type? He's like, you know, they're always kind of thin, geeky and weird. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I, so now I apologize to anyone who's ever dated me here in Iceland because apparently you're thin, geeky and weird. Yeah. Um, 
I'm only two of those things. You're <laughs> but um, but uh, I was not aware that. Um, and then I started going back through pictures mm -hmm. of men I've dated and gone, oh wow, they're all kind of you know tall, thin, and you know geeky. And, and when I say weird, I mean just interesting. Um, you know, not like not like you know. Uh, I I don't. Have I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but do you <clears throat> have a type? I think I do, um, and it's uh, it's if as a, 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 a feminist. I thought you were about to say bottom. <laughs> <laughs> as a, a feminist, feminist of the bottoms yeah. of society. Oh no! No, yeah, I just ruined the whole thing. I said about yeah, the Star Trek thing, and yeah, I just, oh, just wow. ruined mm. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, as a feminist, I have. I am actually kind of ashamed to admit that I am a pretty kind of uh, <clears throat> I, I guess I'm pretty brainwashed by patriarchy when it comes to types because mm -hmm. I really go for like the traditional hotness like a pretty girl like a pretty girl I want to be a pretty girl <laughs> and uh, I think it's actually because I read comic books my whole life and superhero books and all the people in superhero books uh, are just gorgeous beautiful. yes yeah. gorgeous so I kind of I remember just I, <clears throat> because uh, of course, uh, older people told me to stop read comic books because they ruined my mind and they 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 ruined my, you know, uh, I I it was kind of ruined my uh, vision of life. Yeah. What's the uh, your perception? Perception. Yes. Yeah. And. Um, uh, so, but I guess it kind of did because I, whenever a girl is really hot, mm -hmm. I kind of just, I want her. Mm -hmm. So if she's traditionally hot, see, see, that's the thing I go for. However, also because they, this is based on me loving superheroes and I kind of, Female superheroes is my thing. I love. I I read Batgirl. I read Miss Marvel. The, yeah. These are the superheroes I'm really interested in. Mm -hmm. Also, as a feminist. Mm -hmm. So, uh, this whole thing. It, uh, and so so my I kind of really have a really high bar, because they not only have to look good, they also have to be like superheroes. Strong. Yes. Yeah, strong. Independent women yeah. who don't need you. Yeah, absolutely. They don't need me. They must also, you know, I, if I ever go in a, like another relationship, it must be uh, someone who is just as self-centered as I am. So they've got their own thing yeah, going on. Got, got their own thing. They, they have a life they have before to save, you and they'll have a life after yeah, you. Yeah, they have to save this part of the world. I'm saving that part of the world. So you can be a power couple. Absolutely. I need, a I need another power. You need to be part of a power couple. Yeah. Wow. That's... So it's... Uh, so I'm... I have really high standards. Mm, you too. And... You too. Uh, I can tell you being part of a power couple is not all it's uh, cracked up to be. No, yeah, yeah, you have your own uh, experience in that. I do, yeah. I do. But but uh, that's fascinating. But I, I, I wish that for I can't wait to see what superhero um, listens to this and decides <laughs> to track you down. Because obviously, yeah. the kind of woman who listens to this yeah, podcast is the kind of woman you want to be with. Sometimes it just happens when, when I meet up with, uh, I find a superhero and she turns out to be a villain. She oh. Turns, yeah, she turns out to be Catwoman. But that's... 
That's still kind of hot. Yeah, that's still pretty hot, and it's still pretty sexy. That's because she's still independent, and she's still doing do her you, own thing. Do you ignore all the red flags then? Like, you know, when she suddenly does something that's a little bit cuckalabanza, you go, it's a red flag, I but do. I'm just going to let yes. it go. Yes, I do, because uh, that's because also you're not going to have your superhero adventure if you ignore the red flags. Wow, I'm a bit of a red flag Nazi, to be honest with you. Yeah. I see a red flag and go, oh, you were doing so well. <laughs> yeah, well, not me. <laughs> <laughs> not me. I'm just happy to get my dick wet. <laughs> Maybe you need to um, search. Here's a, here's a thing. Go, go, like, join martial arts groups. You don't have to do it, but you could just find a woman who does, like, Taekwondo or something. Uh, yeah. Because I do need to get some exercise. You I do was, need to get some exercise. I was though, I was going to go to interpretive dance instead of martial arts. For real? Yeah. I like really, you're not shitting me. You actually. I am not do... shitting you. I really want to do interpretive dance. I would do it with you just because <laughs> I want to see what would happen. But I was going to suggest. Yeah, that you maybe... met, you didn't see me dancing at the wedding. Yeah, I did. Yeah. We danced together. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, that was just that was just a, a tip. That was a warm up. Yeah, that was a warm up. <laughs> I, gonna, I didn't have enough floor space to do my interpretation. Are you going to do your own, like, Kate Bush-style show? Yeah, I would do, like, very Kate Bush, very... Wuthering uh, Heights. Uh, very uh, the, the chandelier video thing. Oh, wow. Wow, that's that's quite impressive. All right, maybe, maybe we should go do a class together and then talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know, uh, well, I know peop- uh, people who know probably people. get us in. Yeah, or or I was going to suggest that we go do a, like a taekwondo lesson together or something. That as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need I need stuff. I need to move uh, my body around. I'm turning into a pudding. Yeah, we could do all kinds of... Because remember last week we discussed we were going to go get sexual health checks. Yes, let's do that let's as well. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do things together. And then and talk about them. It. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we could go uh, call it out in the field. Out in the field. We could take this this little speaker. Actually, that could be, if anyone would like to accompany us, uh, if you think that'd be cool, if we went and got a sexual health check and, and commented on it on the way, I would mm-hmm. I would be interested. I would do it. Yeah, absolutely. I would do it. I would do it. Cool. Well, it, it's time for another segment, isn't it? Yeah. How, How to speak, speak Australian. Australian. This is where I teach you something from my native tongue, blah, 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 and you teach me something from yours. Now, last week, you taught me belly brother-in-law, mm-hmm. which is the word for when two people have had sex. Yeah, the maur. Kweer the maur. And I taught you esky. Mm-hmm. And all the o's. Yes, and the o's. Bolo. Servo. Badalo. Servo. Sexo. Now, I thought, I thought this week I could teach you um, two, two things. One is one of my favourite Australian sayings because it makes no sense at all. Um, and it is when, when somebody is being too overreactive or too dramatic, you say they're carrying on like a pork chop. And why, why a pork chop? I absolutely have no fucking so idea. So you don't know the history of the I don't know the, the history of carrying on like a pork chop. Oh, he was bloody like carrying on like a pork chop. Yeah. Like, how does a pork chop carry on? It's someone just... who just keeps on talking. No, no, someone who gets too overdramatic. Yeah. Too, you know, too, like, Carrying on like say, a customer chop. in a store and, they, and someone doesn't have the kind of tobacco they want and they go nuts about it. They're carrying yeah. on like a, cho- a pork chop. Yeah. And then I was going to teach you another thing, which is quite controversial because it involves a word a lot of people do not like to hear. Um, and it's something that's very unique to Australia. So especially in like workmen, 
you know, like laborers, people who work on building sites. Yeah, since you st st said the thing about the word, nobody wants to hear every worst word I know has been gone going through my mind. Uh -huh. Well, this is this is in Australia. Quite often, people use a certain word actually as a term of in a uh, a uh, 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 a flattering term for a friend. Mm -hmm. And that word is cunt. Ah, yes. So cunt. you might go, oi, cunt. Oi, cunt. Hey, cunt. Yeah. Come over here, cunt. Come over Wait, here. Wait, have you got a cigarette, cunt? I love you, cunt. Oh, I love you, cunt. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, and it's quite, uh, it's quite controversial. Because, you know, there it's are people It's controversial. Who, it's controversial. Yeah. It's incredibly <laughs> Back in your country. In my country, we use cunt in a very condescending way. You might say it way. has uh, contaminated it's, your language. And it's quite contentious. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I just I can't. Just can't. <laughs> <laughs> you want the truth? You can't handle the truth. <laughs> so there you go. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. You That's can't. what he said. Yeah. He said, you want the truth? You can't. Handle, handle the, the truth. truth. <laughs> <laughs> a comma is a very important thing. Yeah, it is. It's true. It's true. But there you go. That's that's the Australian contingent of how to speak uh, Australian. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yes, that's a very beautiful. What are you thing. going to teach me today? I'm going to teach you the uh, Icelandic word for uh, feeling really shitty after a night of partying. So hungover. Hungover. Yeah, mm -hmm. but not hungover, but hungover with. Um, with the whole uh, sense of dread and melancholy and what did I, why did I say that? What did, why did I do that? Oh, wow. I don't even think there's a word for that there's in English. There's a word for that in Icelandic. Of course there is. But it's, it's, a, it's a pretty recent word because um, uh, we have the word for uh, partying is a jamma. Yeah. Like jamming. Yeah. You want to jamma i gær. I was jamming yesterday. Last night. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, and we have the word for... Uh, 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 so when you're... Con uh, cons a bad conscious? No. When you've got remorse and regret. Remorse, yeah. Regret. Then you have samvesku bit. Which actually directly tra tra translates as... Uh, conscious bite. Like being bitten by, by your conscience. conscience. Yeah. bit. Some viscubit. Some Yes. Some So your conscience is your some Samvisku actually means together wisdom. To your together wisdom has been bitten. Yeah. <laughs> no. Your, your together wisdom has bitten you. Has bitten me. Your conscience. I've just been bit. together wisdom bitten. Yeah. <laughs> well, just some let's use the word conscience. Yeah. Your conscience has bitten you. Like uh, Jiminy Cricket has uh, come up and gone, you're yeah. a dick. Yeah. You said these awful things. Right. Like me on Monday night at Gokunen. That's some whisker bit. So after been jamming the whole night. Yeah. And you wake up next morning having, you know, said the wrong things to the wrong people. Mm -hmm. You have jam whisker bit. Jam whisker bit. Yes. So party, conscience bitten. Yeah. So jam whisker bit. Feeling really shitty be because you were a shit last night. Jam whisker bit. Jam whisker bit. Yeah. Nice. That's wonderful. And now, this is actually, our next segment has become one of my favorite segments. Yeah. The Ants of Agony. This is a segment where you can actually write to us and ask for advice and we will give it to you. Now, before we get into that, um, we're, we're very, like, our, through our Australia page, we, we, are, we welcomely 
open, people giving us feedback on the things we've talked about, throwing in their two cents, if they will. Now, in episode one, we talked about queefing, mm-hmm. which is a, a kind of air that comes out of a vagina, usually after intercourse. And um, I had a message um, all the way from Australia. We have a listener oh, in Australia <laughs> who was putting her, um, her independent thought in on queefing. Shall I read it to you? Yes, please. I have some feedback. Re your first podcast. As a fierce independent woman who once had all the mans, <laughs> I can say that queefing is totally dependent on the peen that's being put inside you. Right. And it's not a size thing. That's totally irrelevant. Sometimes they are just air pushes. I imagine it goes both ways with the vagina versus peen combo. It's an anatomy thing based purely on experience and no scientific evidence whatsoever. <laughs> Love the podcast. Yeah, so it's about so some penises are some more penises pushes. are air pushes. Air pushes. Is it because they're like uh, the what you call the the what is the word for uh, conquering? Which and I, the, like the top of the penis is called conquering the, the king. That's the Iceland. head. The head, yes. Yeah. The head. The crown. The... Is it called the crown in Icelandic? The, the king. The king. Yeah, So you have the head and the shaft. Yeah, we just have the king and the shaft. The king and the shaft. Shaft! He's a mean oh. mother. Ah, oh, shut He's an air pusher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe if it's quite a, a broad or wide yeah, so, head. Yeah, so, so some like... Um, some penises are like bulldozers mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Well, just to get people up to speed, we um, we had someone write in asking us to teach them how to suck a dick last week. Right. And we did. And I think we did it quite successfully. Um, so we've been given another, um, another, another agonized person wants something from the ants. Agonized agony. ant. An agonized <laughs> ant. Uh, so here we go. Are you ready for this? Hoodie? Yes. Okay. So I've been single for five years now and have absolutely no idea how to meet people or date someone. Every time I've tried, I find that people find me either too intimidating or too intense with the things that I'm passionate about. I don't want to change myself in order to meet someone, but I just find that the dating apps and even bars I tend to frequent just don't seem to be working. What should I do? Well, I've, I've been thinking about this. Is this a man or a woman? This is a man. Is it a gay man? It is a gay man. Okay. I've been thinking about this uh, uh, long and hard, and I think what you need to do is you need to go. You need to go to a store that sells cats. Right. And you need to buy one because you are going to be alone forever. That's your advice. <laughs> Because, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Because the apps aren't working and the bars aren't working. The bars aren't working. No, I think... I but think, I think, you know, I think... This, this, he's from Australia. He's Australian. He's in Australia right he's now. He's in Australia right now. Mm-hmm. So, here's what uh, I've been... I said uh, something about this earlier in this episode, is that the we've just mentioned the whole Icelandic dating thing. Yes, which, which for those of you who don't live here... Icelandic people don't tend to date. No, we don't do the dating thing. Whenever we see like people going on dates in France, we go like, what? That's what not that? how That's to so do weird. it. Why? You go and have Why? dinner without having had sex first? Yeah, how, yeah. What, what insanity is that? Why are you sitting at a restaurant talking? To, well, I've gone on like one, maybe two dates like that. In, in your entire life? life. Yes. <gasps> and wow. it's always awkward. Because mm. you just have to talk but to someone. But actually, person. they are awkward. 
they you, are, you're meeting someone. Yeah, that's that's part of the process. The awk- the awkwardness is supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. So, I don't, really so, shouldn't drink this mimosa today. Yeah, yeah, work to do. I know. So, uh, so, so, just so people are clear, in Iceland, people don't tend to go on dates. They tend to go out, get afjama, they party. Yeah, yeah they, they drink a lot. They drink a lot. They have sex with a stranger mm-hmm. or their cousin, <laughs> or like a, or, or just someone you've uh, someone you kind of know, kind of know, yeah. Uh, and then, if it goes really well, they might um, do it again. And then you flash forward five years later, and they have children. Yeah, there's a, a comes a time when uh, you know that happens. You meet someone, you have sex with them, and then you kind of go out next weekend and hoping, oh, I hope I meet that someone again. And then so, you meet, at what meet... point does it become a relationship? Do you I ever th- have a conversation about it? I guess it becomes a relationship when, um, yeah, when you have a conversation about it. Because there's also I've been in a relationship where it's the where it's only you know meet hooking up, uh-huh. and then like a friends with benefits, yeah, friends with yeah. benefits thing, which is basically where you know I'm still in that place right now. I'm looking not looking for a girlfriend. Yeah, I'm looking for a friend with benefits. Just, just so everyone you just knows. only thing you have to do is look like a superhero <laughs> <laughs> and be a black belt in taekwondo. Absolutely, and you and also protect me from violent men. Yes. Yeah. And not actually um, bring those violent men to you. No, no, well, yeah, but... Yeah. Okay, so... so that's That happens only when you date villains. So you you were just getting to the fact that um, dating in Iceland versus dating in Australia is, is different. Uh, yeah. So uh, in Australia, I don't know how it's in Australia. I know how it, it is in American movies and sitcoms. Yeah. Well, you do have the... Like, even though you have Tinder and kind of stuff, you do have the, like... Um, Yes, of course, you go out and you might have sex with someone who you mm. just meet on a dance floor. Yeah. And then you might go see them again. Yeah. But there is a difference in that you might sleep with someone in Australia and then you might go, oh, they were actually a really nice person, and then say, hey, do you want to catch up and grab dinner? Mm-hmm. Because then that's actually kind of a way of going, all right, we've already, you know, been inside each other, mm-hmm. uh, but I'd like to get to know you. Yeah, that's um, pretty much how it happens in Iceland as well. But... We do do the other way in Australia as well, which is that you might meet someone mm-hmm. um, and you actually say, hey, do you want to go grab a coffee? Right. Or do you want to get dinner? And then that's actually a date. Yeah. So you meet, you discuss things, you talk about each other, you see if there's a mutual attraction. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the night, if you're feeling it, you might invite them home or you might, you know, because I, 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 I've been through periods in my life where I'm like, I'm not going to sleep with someone until I've been on three dates with them. I was once, once happened to me when I, um, I went on actually like three dates before, uh-huh. like I didn't have sex until on the third date, kind of. Yeah. They were all pretty unconventional dates actually. Mm-hmm. But then we ended up just not having a relationship, but being like friends with benefits for a while. Uh-huh. So we had date, uh, dated without sex in order to become only sex friends. Do you, nice. do you, as a straight man, do you want a girlfriend to also be your friend? Yeah, or like a girlfriend, uh, like a girlfriend? Yeah, but like you have a girlfriend, if you're in a relationship with a woman, mm-hmm. I, I mean, because the, the way I operate, and maybe it's because, maybe it's because I'm in relationships with people of the same sex as me, I happen to think it's a beautiful thing if your partner is also your best friend. No, absolutely, I think it's necessary. I don't want to like hang that, I don't want to spend that much time with someone 
if she's not my friend. Yeah. I want to like I I think like one thing I look for in a woman is does she make me laugh? Oh. Is she funny? Yeah. Uh, because funny is the people ask people some people when I told someone about this recently then they said don't you mean interesting? And I think it's the same thing. Yeah. Funny is just interesting plus. Interesting people usually are funny as yeah. well. I think I think that's a great like humor. Yeah. Is huge because if you cannot take a joke or make a joke you're probably a basic bitch yeah absolutely and basic bitch is not wanted <laughs> <laughs> not not basic bitches but maybe complicated insane bitches yes for you yes yes for you uh, for me that's a bit of a red flag well wave those flags baby wave those red flags okay so so we've established that the dating scene is different Yes, okay, I was making a joke before that this guy should, you know, get a cat because he's going to be alone forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what should he do? Okay, so one thing that is being missed out here is that he said he's tried going to bars and he's tried going to going to the apps and mm-hmm. it's not working. Find a group. A group? Find, I would say, because there's lots, especially in Australia, there's, there's like a fucking, there's a gay running group. Mm-hmm. There's gay sports groups. There are gay hobby groups. There, if if he said, as he as he said in his message, that sometimes people find him too intimidating because of the things he's passionate about. Find other gay people who are also passionate about that thing, which I'm guessing is Eurovision. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> find a Eurovision group. Find a Eurovision fan club. Or you know, in, instead of focusing on how I can't meet people through apps or at bars. Go, where else can I meet them? That's a very good idea, I think. I think that's, that's yeah. genuinely good advice. I would say go. And the other thing, what we just touched on is um, instead of focusing on trying to meet a boyfriend, why don't you try to make a new friend? Because sometimes yeah. you might make a friend and there's also an attraction there and things can spark. And that's just every romantic comedy you've ever seen. It is. Maybe, maybe the man of his dreams is right underneath him right now. Sometimes <laughs> what we're looking for is, is just right around the corner. <laughs> oh man, oh man, we should make a fake trailer <laughs> for that. <laughs> I never knew I could feel this good. And I never knew feeling this good was right in front of me the whole time. <laughs> this summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would like to hear um I'd like to hear if if he's listening, I'd like to hear if he feels we gave good advice. Um, but I think, I think, hey, you, you, you know who RuPaul is. Yeah. RuPaul has a wonderful piece of advice and this man, if he's a gay man, knows exactly what that piece of advice is. And I think you need to work on yourself first because if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? hmm I think it's time for the next segment, which is something meaningful. Something meaningful. I've been terrible at this segment. Yes, this is, this is, we might have to throw this segment away. Because this, well, this segment to... might just be Huli talks about something. Yeah, but we have to like, because thinking of something meaningful for each episode, that's, we, that's the one thing we can't do on purpose. As mm. comedians, the meaningful, hap- meaningful things, they just happen accidentally, you know. Mm-hmm. But that was the meaningful thing right there. <gasps> that meaningful things happen accidentally. Yes. They do. They do. However, I think we should use this segment of uh, talk to talk about our uh, upcoming pub quiz. Yeah, we're going to do a pub quiz. Yeah. We're going to do a pub quiz 
This Wednesday. This Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday the 7th. Tuesday the 7th of June. It's already At June. Hora. Yeah. At Hura. So we're going to do Australia, but we want to do a pub quiz with a difference because yeah. everyone who goes to a pub quiz is, and I've got lots of friends who like pub quizzes, but I also have friends who never go to them because they're afraid because they're pretty stupid. Yeah, well, the stupid and not knowing ridiculously trivial thing is not the same thing. Yeah, so we're, we're going to try and do one that's about having fun. Yeah, it's all about having fun. It's more about entertainment than winning. And uh, there is some, many of the questions won't have one right answer. Sometimes the funny answer wins. Sometimes the silly answer wins. It's all about enjoying yourself. That's what Australia is about. Exactly. So, so, so for example, I might, I might ask you, okay, Hule, tell me, what is the most boring thing about tennis? Ah, the answer to that is tennis correct (laughs) and that is what people are going to look forward to i do actually have something meaningful i do i do so um uh, i had an interesting night on monday i i did um because i was doing the open mic at gokuru now for for those who are listening i haven't done open mic in quite a while right i did it at the anniversary show as did you the one year anniversary um, but I've been I've been out of open mic, which mm-hmm. I find difficult as a comedian because, uh, you know, wouldn't it be great if at one of those open mics you would find meet a person called Mike and you would go home and, and open, open him open up. Him up. <laughs> <laughs> I went to an open mic and then later I opened mic. <laughs> it would be it would be. But but um I I have actually been struggling as a comedian. With one thing recently, and that is because I've been, we've been doing shows mm-hmm. for a while now, and I've been doing my own stuff, you've been doing your own stuff, and when you, and I've been doing comedy a long time, mm-hmm. and, and when you get used to being able to do an hour, or half an hour, or 40 right. minutes, and then you have to go back to doing seven. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. You have to go back to watching a clock and you've got to you've got it's to get hard. off the stage at the same yeah. time as the other people have to get off. The and clock at Google is just blaring. It's right there yeah. and, and it, it like you remind because there's a lot of new comics who are sometimes backstage going, I don't know if I have seven minutes of material yeah. and, and you're there going, I don't know what I can make seven minutes. Yeah. And yeah. so um I was on Monday, um and I don't so where I'm at, I don't know if I discovered something magical or if I was a terrible comedian. Um, I was on last. Yeah. Which, going on last and an open mic night can be wonderful. Mm-hmm. It can also be, you know, soul-destroying because everybody's already drunk or half the audience have left. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think I said to Gisley that night, why am I last? He said, oh, you know, I just want to make sure there's someone strong to close the show. And I said to him, but I don't have anything and I'm going to be really drunk by then. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... I'd like to say I was wrong, but by the time it came to me being on the stage, I didn't have anything, and I was really drunk. Right. Um, and uh, But from what I've been told, because I had a bit of uh, party remorse the next day. Yeah, that was a good bit. Yeah. Um, what I've been told is that I was actually really funny. Okay. Um, I imitated, I did an impersonation of The Ellen Show. Right. Yeah, I, so I did social commentary and how mm-hmm. I think that show is just nothing. Right. But her rambling at people and dancing. Yes, yeah, um, so sometimes she just uh, carries on like a pork chop. She does carry on like a pork chop. I got a woman uh, up on the stage who's also a comedian, and and um, without her realizing, I got her to talk about her open relationship. Oh my god, why did I do? Like I just, 
it was it was it was all over the place and I was I felt like a lazy comedian while I was doing it because everyone or in the audience already knew me and I just went I got nothing what do you want me to talk about but I think it worked and I bet it did uh, and worked. I think some of your funniest stuff I've seen is when you are not sure about it. And I just make it up. And that's what, what, that is what makes you a great comedian. Oh! You can't! <laughs> when I, like, do you remember when, I, when, I, when we were in Denmark and, and I like, went on a whole tangent about my downstairs neighbour? Right, yeah. And what her what apartment that? smells like. I, I, and... I was listening backstage and I never heard this. Now she refuses. I don't know. I'd never said it until that night, and I yeah. haven't said it since. Yeah, I love it when that happens. That's yeah. the that's the that's is the like um, yeah. That's the best thing about being a comedian. Is of course is the best thing. If you make people laugh and you get like that appreciation. But when you get it for something you just made up on the spot, yeah, then you know you know you that good. you are uh, uh, an awesome guy. Because I think we when we're doing the same, you know, Australia, we add little bits in. But when it's the same, you're doing the same structure of a show. Mm-hmm. I think I think you and and I, you know, you heard me talk about this at TEDx, suffering from imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Where you're on stage, people laughing you, but it's what you're doing. You don't feel it's it's difficult. <sighs> And so you're like, I shouldn't be rewarded for this. I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. But then you can get on the stage drunk off your nut and make people laugh. Yeah, it's a bit of a, like... Uh... I'm not recommending it. And I actually, actually, uh, I know a friend in Australia who's seen a lot of my comedy um, will be listening to this and she'll tell me, honey, no, you should never be drunk on stage because um, it's, it's, for me, it can get dark. Yeah, you can go to go towards the darkness when you're drunk. On stage, I can, depending on if I'm in a, a bad mood or not. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I oh, I've got another meaningful thing. Oh please, <laughs> because I have nothing. I'm just I'm nodding my head. I'm nervous at the moment because, um, so you know, you were at, at TEDx. Yeah, you were at TEDx you know, on on the weekend. I heard your story. What and, did you think? Uh, I, it made me cry. You broke, For real? You broke my heart a little. Really? Yes. It was... Uh, I didn't know that those things had happened to you. I remember you mentioned uh, mentioned it one time and I thought you were joking. And I yeah. kind of joked back. Oh, I don't and remember then, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you just kept talking about it. And I, th- th- I was thinking, oh my God, he wasn't joking. Yeah. And I just make a joke, made a joke. Okay, he didn't notice. Okay. He's still talking. I'm gonna nod my head. Yeah, but <clears throat> yeah, it was uh, got serious. It, yeah, it, but the 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 whole uh, your lecture was great because it's all about. It's kind of about. I'm trying to find the word for motra, mm. which is not the. It's not oxymoron, but it's um, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's when two things cancel each other cance- out. Well, not cancel it, but they op- they op- make each other stronger. Oppose, oppose each other. Uh-huh. Uh, so w- that's what kind of being a comedian is all about. It's yeah. the whole misery loves comedy thing. Yeah. And uh, you kind of you told us about uh, your sadness. Yeah. And how your sadness is kind was kind of an integral part of the greatest slash worst year of your life yeah and all and i 
agree totally with that that the greatest times in your life can also be the worst times in your life the greatest day in your life can be the worst day in your because life because you I think yeah, yeah because you learn so much from absolutely. it absolutely and, 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 and beauteous pain and everything but what I'm ner- and I think it was well received what I'm nervous about is um, and I would never recommend this to anybody it's kind of like if you're about to share something uh, really personal um, on a stage that you're okay with talking mm-hmm. about however you haven't told people really mm-hmm. close to yeah, you I about it you, you said it I said stage. it in the talk I yeah. said there's something I talk about in this TED talk and I say there are people very close to me who are about to hear this for the very first time and I'm very sorry mm-hmm. um, and I this talk will go online right and there are people who do not know uh, that this happened to me mm-hmm. uh, and I'm nervous about it because I know, for instance, like my family, when they see this talk, mm. will freak out because, and they will go into damage mode of going, oh my God, are you okay? Mm. And they won't see the whole message of the talk, which right, is that, right. yes, I am okay now. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, I wasn't at a point. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also nervous because my ex-husband doesn't even know right. about this stuff. Um, so yeah, that there's something meaningful is I'm actually a little bit afraid of when this talk goes online. Yeah, well, here's what I've been learning uh, for the last few years is that you can't go through life without being hurt or, uh, and also not, you can't go through life without hurting people. Yeah. And of course you feeling bad about hurting people, even if you hurt people that hurt you. Yeah. That's a good thing. Uh huh. And also... If they will kind of misunderstand what you said in any way, it's kind of their problem. Yeah. But you will, you have your whole life. If, if they just come and confront you with the whole thing, you have that moment to um, cor- uh, rectify it or yeah. explain it further. But if they don't, it's simply not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. It's it was interesting to be there as well. Yeah. And uh, see the reactions of people because I was funny at the start. You are. You are. And, and you were funny. I, fun, you were I funny was funny throughout, throughout it yeah. as well. I think. I think you need to be able to make jokes about about terrible things sometimes. But uh, I think. I think that's probably a nice something meaningful to finish on. Yes. Let's today. finish on that meaningful. Let's finish on that meaningful note, and let's make sure people remember. That if you enjoy this podcast... Let's just finish in that meaningfulness face. Yeah, finish all over meaningful space. Yes. Make meaningful of me. Yes, just fill that meaning with our... Fullness. Full... full, uh, Shut up, you cunt! (laughs) I can't shut up. for listening to an, yet another episode of Australia, third one in fact, you were nice to do it now, we have a couple of shows coming up, we have the Australia pub quiz at Hurra at the 7th of June and the Australia comedy show at Rosenberg on the 9th of June uh, it costs nothing to come to the pub quiz, but it costs uh, 2000 kroners uh, to come to the stand up just come uh, and it will be wonderful. All right, see ya.
finnur fleiri skemmtilega alvarpstætti á nútímin.is. Takk fyrir að hlusta.